Before we dive into the episode, I have to tell you guys about a product that I've been using every day. I started taking AG1 because I was always forgetting to take my vitamins and pills, and it was getting expensive buying them all just to throw them out once they were expired. But I wanted to strengthen and support my immune system and have more energy. And that's where AG1 came in. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, and probiotic help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your immune system, your energy, recovery, and your focus. AKA all the things that are important for athletes. Plus bonus is actually affordable and cheaper than buying all those supplements. Not to mention it tastes good. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash soccer GRL. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash soccer GRL to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. We just had physicals, so I'm just getting home from that. Nice. Oh, getting ready so for the, the new season? Yes. Yes. Getting ready for the season. How are you? We're good. We're happy to have you on. So how has your off season been? It's been good. Um, way too short, but good. It's nice to have some time away from Chicago, from everything, soccer, you know, you know how it is. Does it feel like a true off season or does it not really feel like anything slowed down too much? Um, I think it feels like a true off season because I just kind of stop playing soccer for a bit and leave and just work out and try and live a normal life for a second. And I always do that in the off season. So that definitely helps get away and be excited to like come back, you know? Yeah. I feel like the hardest thing is breaking that barrier of actually letting yourself stop playing just for like, even if it's for a week or two right. weeks, just to let your right. body kind of reacclimate to being a normal human again for a little. Right. But it's crazy because I feel like when I do it and then get back into it, no matter how long the time is, it's like always fine. Like you don't yeah. suck, you know, or like you don't suck after like not playing for like two weeks or a month or whatever it may be, which I feel like we all always think that like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so bad if I take a week off or whatever. Isn't that so funny? Like, and it's so good for you to do that. But like, whenever you're injured, or you go on vacation, and you're like, Oh, man, I'm gonna lose it all. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I tore my ACL um, in 2020. And I was like, when I came back, I was like, Oh, my gosh, it's gonna take me years to like, feel like myself again. And it didn't. And so this year in the off season, I was like, I'm fine. If I can do an ACL, then I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did you ever have a point in your career, whether it was when you were a lot younger or anything where like you mentally wouldn't allow yourself to stop at all? And like, it was always like, go, go, go. Cause you were scared about the same thing, like losing progress. Or you just didn't know how to take off days. Did you ever have like a period of, like that during your playing career? I feel like in college, when I was going into camps and like, you never knew when camps were coming and stuff like that. So I could, I understand like how now people on the full team are like, I don't want to stop 
Like, I just want to like stay in peak everything, soccer, fitness, because you don't really know when stuff's coming. That makes sense. So yeah, I guess it would be like college for me. And then the first year or two pro, but now I'm like, I'm going to be so fine. <laughs> so you've been at Chicago for how many years now? This is six. How have, do you think you've grown as a player since being there? Um, I feel like I've grown a lot. When I first came in, I definitely thought like coming out of college, doing well in college, like, oh, I'm there. And then you get to the pro level and you're like, wow, I'm so not even close. Mm. And um, I think just training under Alyssa and like being around so many other goalkeepers for the last six years, I've realized that the ceiling is so much higher than I had initially realized. And I feel like just understanding that you can always get better and there's always things to get better at um, every year, but not dwelling on the fact that maybe you're not good at something. I feel like that's been like a big thing. Always trying to get better, but it's okay if you're not great at it now as long as you're like working towards it. Oh, that advice. What are you working towards in 2023? Is there anything you're focusing on? Um, I would say I'm focusing on my left foot a lot. And um, over the last like six years, I just haven't played in a lot of games. And so I think the one thing I'm lacking is like game experience. So trying every day to take the situations that could be like games as game-like as possible, that's like my biggest focus for this year. Because you never know like with the World Cup, how long they'll be gone, how many games. Like I feel like I really need to be ready for that opportunity. Um, so yeah, that's like my number one focus, I feel like. Is it hard to always stay game ready if you don't think you're going to go in the game? I feel like that is tough. Like I remember in college, like warming up and then go sitting back down and then warming up. And it's like, it's also mentally challenging to do that. Like, how do you stay focused and game ready? I feel like for me, like the game day warm up, I take it as like a game almost. And I'm like, I don't want any of these girls to score on me because like, not only is this my game, but also like, I want to get you as ready as possible for the game. Um, but also being a goalkeeper. Yes. I always have to be ready, but there is less chance I'll go in off the bench. Mm -hmm. So I always am like, okay, I have to be ready if I'm going to go in, but it's not like someone goes down. Oh, like that could be me going in. It's like either Alyssa's in or I'm in. And so if a lift is fine, I'm not in, you know, it's like a little bit different with goalkeepers at least. Yeah. So we've talked to a few keepers recently and it's so interesting the relationship that you have with your keeper teammates. Like you guys are like your own unit and you spend so much time together. And what do you think you've learned from Alyssa playing together for so long? Um, I've learned you can never be too serious during training. Like I feel like she's very locked in all the time. But, like, she's the best for a reason, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like I've also learned just, like, we've had a lot of goalkeepers come through our program, like, over the last years. And when I first got there, the first, the, there was an older goalkeeper. And she was so nice to me, took care of me in, like, such a way. And, like, I took her spot. 
And the way she treated me was like unbelievable that any younger goalkeeper that comes in now, I'm like, you, I want you to look at me as like, I am, I treated you amazing. You learned something like you felt like comfortable and welcome here. I feel like those are like things that I really care about because I know how much that meant to me. Doesn't that make such a difference when you have a teammate that can do that for you, especially in like a new and uncomfortable situation. And that is really like the definition of a teammate who it really doesn't matter at the end of the game. It didn't matter to her who was going in as long as the best person for the job was going in in that moment. Cause that was what was best for the team. And it really just makes such a difference to be welcoming and helpful. And like, of course it's always going to be intimidating, but like some players can go out of their way to be a little extra intimidating. So it's so refreshing to hear the opposite of that. Right. And like in 2020, um, I, or I guess in 2021, I was coming back from my ACL and Alyssa also got hurt that year. And so our other goalkeeper, Cassie, she's on KC now. She was like the best friend and person and human that I could have ever trained with during that hard time for me. And like, we would compete, but it would always be like nice rep to each other. And I feel like that's so refreshing when it's like, it's either you or it's me. So like being able to cheer each other on was like, got me through that like really hard recovery period. And so, yeah, there's been like so many awesome people that I feel like have been in my corner. Yeah. I feel like you guys have a really good team and we've interviewed so many players from your team and everyone just seems to be like a really good teammate. Um, yeah. I just want the best for the team. What do you think? Like, how would you describe your team in three words if you had to? Like last year or like this year? Because I feel like it's going to be very different. We could do both. I don't know. What do you think, Alana? Curious. I want to hear both. Let's hear both. Well, I don't know a lot of the girls this year yet. So last year, I would say we were very bonded just through everything. Very determined to prove everyone wrong and to just like do it together because we felt like we didn't, we wanted to kind of say, F our old coaches like we can do this without anybody um bonded determined and uh I guess fun I feel like we always had so much fun at trainings whether it be like shitting on each other or like I save uh your shot I'm gonna give you a hard time you score on me you're gonna give me a hard time like I find that so fun um and I felt like we had such a great group where there was so much experience. Like no one was taking things personally. Like you lose, you're going to be butthurt for a while, but you'll get over it. Like I feel like we had a really good group last year. This year, I don't know yet, but my case, I, I could guess. My one word would be young because <laughs> I feel like we're going to have like half the team's going to be rookies. I think we are hopeful for the season, for the ownership, for everything. I want to say electric because I want that to be what our team is. <laughs> Manifesting it right now by yeah. saying it. Yeah. Young, hopeful, and electric. <laughs> I like it. What do what you, um, like, I'm sure it's a little nerve wracking to go into a season with a ton of new people and young people. What do you, like, expect or how do you prepare for that big change in the team dynamic? Um, I think 
I've always been like the kind of person where like I really like to know everyone and I like to get to know everyone. Um, so I'm just excited to get to know everyone and hopefully bond the old and the new because I know that's really hard sometimes. Um, and we all moved to this apartment complex together. Like there's like 15 of us or something like that. That's cool. And so getting everyone and just bonding everyone, um, that's my number one goal. So if I can do that, then I feel like my role this year is accomplished. Did you guys move there for a reason because you wanted to be able to spend time off the field together? We had like team housing all over the city. Um, and since our owner is no longer uh, with us, not passed away, but <laughs> um, those were all his buildings. So they just put us all in one offsite location that is now like just the Red Stars not connected to him. Cool. But yeah, I moved into there because I wanted to live on my own, but also with everyone at the same time. Sounds like it's going to be college all over again. That sounds fun as hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually super excited because like, we'll be like, hey, like come downstairs and they're literally just a few floors away or whatever. Like it's, I'm excited. That's cool. That's awesome. And off the field, do you have any passions? I know that based on your Instagram, you're, you seem really into nutrition. Is that something you're extremely passionate about? Yeah, I'm very into like um, nutrition and excel accessibility for everyone. I took a class in college and it was like about accessibility to um, health foods, you could say, that we consider just normal food, like like veggies and fruit in all areas. And just I wish more people had the education behind nutrition. So that's something that I just try and share because I feel like it's really important. It is the game changer that we never had as college athletes. And I feel like it is just the knowledge and yes, the accessibility to that sort of food is really, it is literally game changing. Yeah. So, and I feel like it also like not only changes you as an athlete, how you can perform, how you can feel, but just like as normal human beings, I feel like people could be so much healthier if they just knew what they were putting in their body. How has your nutrition changed since you've started your journey? A lot. And I feel like even over the last like few months, it's changed a lot. Um, the biggest thing that I like the most awesome thing I ever did was whole 30 and it's so pretty hard. much, yeah, it's, it's awesome though. Like yeah. only eating fruit, vegetables and meat and potatoes pretty much is hard when you're traveling but when you're just cooking for yourself and then you realize how much other like junk is in your diet you're like wow like I really need to like change this a bit and yeah. I just did a I just was talking to someone recently about this and how I think it was in one of the whole 30 books and it was talking about how the center of the grocery store is what you should avoid and the outsides are the healthiest and it's like all the produce and vegetables are on one outside. And then on your other outside, you have like your poultry and your whatever it may be. And then like when you really picture the grocery store, you're like, wow. Like they're really just trying to suck you through the middle when you go from each side. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy. It's so true. I know. I feel like if I'm not cold in the grocery store, it's probably not healthy. Like I need to right. have a sweatshirt on and I need to go to the outside section. <laughs> Do that first and then go yeah. to the outside when you need to. Yeah. But 
Yeah, traveling is that when I did Whole30, that was the hardest part. I remember we were traveling for work and I was in the airport like, I don't know what I can eat here because it's crazy when you really are focused on it and you notice all the things that are added. Like it makes it so challenging. So yeah. do you have any advice for athletes who do have to travel a lot? Um, so I did 75 hard recently and it's pretty much and part of the piece of that was diet and I did paleo plus rice. I would say you can do anything if you set your mind to it and communicate with your staff. So like, for example, I told my staff like, Hey, I'm doing this. The only carbs I'm eating are rice. And so like, if you can make that accessible at team meals, like great. But also we also had that. So it was doable. And I did whole 30 in college when we were like, traveling and going to subway but you can get a subway salad you know or you could get a i just went to subway the other day and the way they do their salad i was like on a road trip and it's just like the toppings that you'd put on a sandwich you just put it on a salad and it's great so i feel like it's like learning as you go and bringing snacks for sure bring snacks (laughs) what about um like do you have any favorite snacks for pre-training or post-training or anything so right now i'm really focused on like protein intake and thinking about every meal around protein um so i would say like before training i have avocado toast with egg almost every day and after training i think i'm gonna do like protein shakes Other good snacks are like uh, rice cake and peanut butter if you can't like get protein. Um, But yeah, Whole Foods is my number one. And then protein shakes is my number two. I like it. And go to the outside of the grocery store. (laughs) A hundred percent. Even though protein shakes are for sure not on the outside of the grocery store. Yeah. So someday, far away, when you leave the game, what is the legacy you want to leave? Like, what do you want to be remembered for? If you asked me this like six years ago, I would have never had this answer because I would have been like the best goalkeeper in the world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just not the case now. So I think my answer would be the best backup there ever was. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Real though, like, (laughs) It's not like that right there. The difference in those two answers that you just talked about is like literally, in my opinion, the difference between like an immature player who needs to mature and then a matured player who whose goal is outside of themselves. You know, it's not an internal ego fueled goal. It's a team filled sacrificial goal and literally being the most legit and the best and the most skilled backup goalkeeper only makes your number one that much better. You know what I'm saying? So I like that. I think that's that's so important, even though it is it's funny to phrase it that way. It's that's what makes a team great. You know? Yeah, I think I would say like the best teammate they've ever had. Like that would be awesome. Not only like on the field, because like I want to if you want to shoot, let's shoot. If you want to do crossing, let's do crossing. If you want to do whatever you need, like I want to be there and help you. Some days I'm not gonna be able to do that mentally, physically, whatever it is. But most of the time, like, oh, yeah, she was always there for me when I needed help or advice. 
and then off the field, like, oh yeah, she was always there for me when I needed a ride or I needed someone to help me with my Wi-Fi, or something broke, can you come help me? Like, that's what I want to be, just the best teammate, you know? So that would be what I want to leave. I love that. That's on being a good human being. <laughs> and, and Wi-Fi is difficult, so. <laughs> right? We were setting up our Wi-Fi in the new building, and everybody, I did it first, and everybody kept calling me, and I was like, I know it's hard. I'll just, let me just set it up. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. Since you have been in the league for, I guess, six years, right? Seven years. Um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of growth in the league. What are your hopes for the league in the future? Like, what do you want to see in women, like on the women's side and in this league in general? What are you hoping to see change? <clears throat> I would say my goal is professionalism is the standard. And I think that's kind of broad, but I think there's a lot that needs to grow. Um, and we go to all these different markets and see the professionalism that can be done. And then you see the Chicago's, the New York's, the North Carolina's that need help. And so I feel like if we can all get to that standard of what LA in, in, is, I feel like in Kansas City, they have set the standard. So that's what I really hope for. And maybe it'll take five years and that's okay. But like, we need to get there. I love that. I totally agree with that. And hopefully it doesn't take five years, but it's good that it's beginning and that players like you are saying that and speaking out because change is, it's time. It's time for the change, right? I mean, we just made a lot of change with the owners and the coaches. So now it's time yeah. with the organizations. So yeah, totally. Absolutely. All right. So this is rapid fire. We call it a slow burn. You can think about it. They're not that tough of questions. Uh, what is your coffee order? Um, decaf, iced almond milk, decaf latte. No caffeine ever? I don't do caffeine really. I'll drink matcha, but I'll, I don't do caffeine. Yeah, my husband switched over in August and it's really weird. Like, I feel like I'm just on this caffeine journey alone. <laughs> it's you can so, join him. I try. Like, I did it by accident the other day and I didn't really even notice it. So I'm like, right, maybe, maybe I could convert. Like, my dad's a half-calf guy and he always leaves pods mm. here. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try a, a half-calf. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, just take it slow. I did cold turkey and it was tough. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Try. Um, what is your favorite thing to do on a day off? Hot yoga and juice. I love making juice. Nice. What, what's in your juice? I do green juice. So it's like celery, cucumber, lemon, ginger. Um, I want to start adding turmeric and then either apple or pineapple. That's awesome. That sounds really good. What's your favorite drill at training? 5v5, 4v4. Ooh, no, no, no. 3v3 flying changes. That's my favorite drill. Sounds Does that chaotic. count as a drill? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite team to watch, regardless of sport? Whatever team my boyfriend's on at the time. So right now, the Ravens. Well, this might be your answer for your next question. Favorite player to watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same answer. Nice. All right, and then just to elaborate on that, well, not to elaborate, a little different question. Who's your favorite player to play against? Ooh. 
And by favorite, I mean, obviously not probably not favorite, but like the one that is like either the most threatening or you got to rise out of playing against them or it pumps you up. Um, I mean, I love, this is practice, but I love playing against Mal because she always does exactly what I think she's not going to do and then <laughs> scores. So when I'm able to stop her, it feels great. And I would say Kaylea was in there too. She was super fun to play against. Um, and Yuki, those are my top three. Uh, favorite gloves to wear? I've worn West Coast, so those are my favorite. Cool. And what about boots? Um, I like the Nike Phantom. And but wow. I always wear studs. Um, I kind of have a wide foot, and I like the Mercurials, and they're just a little too skinny. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is like the the medium, like not tempos, but like in between the two, you know? <laughs> Um, what is one of the craziest things you've ever done? Craziest things I've ever done? Uh, in college, I hit a deer on my moped. You could call oh, that crazy. But who, who won? You were the deer. Well, That's I left with a scar. I have a scar right here because I like skidded my face on the ground of the concrete. Um, and the deer, sadly, the deer is no longer with us. So, oh, Damn. Wow. That is a good answer. That's scary. It so, was really scary. I was like a little bit scarred to drive my scooter for a while. Yeah. Flip or did you just like fall off? I don't really remember, but it like came behind outside of a car that had its brights on. Mm -hmm. And I was just going straight and just hit it right T-bone the deer. And I think, I think we went this way forward because that's kind of how my face would have skidded on the ground. But it, it was so fast, I, I really don't remember. Wow, that's crazy. Did you have a helmet on? I did. Nice. And then after that, my mom bought me, like, the full helmet that, like... <laughs> Motorcyclist would wear. Yeah. <laughs> Total mom move. I love it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, teammate you would be stranded on a deserted island with? Wow. Um... I might have to say Kaylea because we would share rooms and we just never stop talking. So that could be fun. Nice. Would you guys survive? Do you have survival skills, both of you? Or it would just be fun? We'll see what happens. We'd just be fun. We'd, we'd, just just <laughs> we'd be able to talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your favorite thing to eat post game day win? Hmm. We have a lot of Chipotle, but I don't think that's my favorite. Maybe sushi. So sushi. I love it. That's been yeah. the answer so much recently. Really? Yeah. I think everyone has a sushi craving right now. It's that winter. Yeah. Um, and last one, biggest soccer girl prop. I have a lot. <laughs> I would right. say one of my biggest issues is just the chafing and like they can't figure out the spandex and uh, I, I just can't why can't they figure it out that's what i want to know we're just some 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 sort of solution it's a, still a problem with so many people like they give us the goalkeepers like five inch spandex instead of the field players like three inch spandex yeah. first of all if you're wearing three inch spandex what are they for <laughs> yeah. and now now it's like can the five inches at least just stay there 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. no one wants to wear the kind down to like their knee, but those would effectively help, but no yeah. one wants that. Like sure. I wear tights in the winter, but we want to tan. So it's like, do we want to tan or do we want to chafe? Like you got to choose one. <laughs> that is a big soccer problem. Hopefully someone will figure it out soon because everyone hates it. <laughs> I know. And then I think my second would be the goalie glove tan line is so not cute. <laughs> I can't get over how distinct that line can be. It's yeah. amazing. It's so ugly. <laughs> like everybody complains about their shorts tan lines. Then they're, they, then they're like, oh, look at my tank tan line. I'm like, bro, we're down here wearing long sleeves and gloves, and I have a tan line that's this thick. But you right know what? You're, they always say aging is in your hands, so you're going to have nice young hands when you're older, <laughs> and we're going to have these wrinkly old hands because we're always in the sun. So I'll take, I'll take that. <laughs> maybe in the end it'll work out. <laughs> maybe. It'll just look funny fun. until then. <laughs> yeah. Well, Emily, thank you so much for coming on. It was great chatting with you and we're so excited to watch you guys this season and hopefully we get to see you play in person sometime soon. Yes. Where are you guys located? We're located in New York, Rhode Island, and Florida, but we we travel. Yeah. Now that you're down, if you're down to catch the flight, you know? I know. We always joke the first time we came to Chicago, I think it was for a national team game. We all didn't know. Well, Alana knew. Me and Carly didn't know what state we were in. That's okay. We, really, we did a lot of traveling though. I, I didn't know I wasn't hundred percent confident in my answer. We were all over the place and we were just all sitting in Uber and what did Carly say? Is this Washington? <laughs> I don't know. We were all over the place, but we know where it is now. We're not that bond anymore. You know where it is on the map too? No, can't come on. I can't somewhere in the middle. Well, I know where the lakes are. I know where the lakes are, so I know you guys are around there. We're touching one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Perfect. <laughs> we'll get out our 19th century maps and we'll uh we'll travel one day yeah. for a game. Exactly. Okay, yes. Yeah. Let me know. All right. Thanks so much for coming on and we'll grab your address okay. um on Instagram so we can send you some gear. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Thank Have you a great day. Yeah, Bye. thank you.